in this attic lot going on but there ain't no need to panic come on up and join we getting wild getting manic spitting truth for all you fanatics uh every week got something new to say ain't no filter this shit coming straight from the brain it's coming straight from the brain yeah it's coming straight coming straight from the brain what's up everybody today is tuesday March 9th, 2021. This is A Talk in the Attic. I'm your host, Kirk Ross. Coming at you today with the Count It 100th episode. That's right, A Talk in the Attic has officially joined the Century Club. And in honor of this milestone, albeit a bit of a trivial one, I present to you this extra special episode entitled 100 Things I Wish I Would Have Known Before I Started This Podcast. I've learned a ton in the first 100 episodes. So rather than hoard all of these lessons like some sort of greedy Greg, I'll share them with you now. So here it is, 100 things I wish I would have known before I started the podcast. I'll start at 100, count downward. Here goes. Number 100. When faced with an opportunity to do a 100 things I wish I would have known before I started the podcast list, use your better judgment and fast forward the first 95 items on the list. Nobody wants to hear a centennial list of fuck-ups and how you might have avoided them, Kirk. Spare them the details. Fast forward to number five. Trust me. All right, well, who am I not to listen to myself? After all, I do trust me quite a bit. Although I can't exactly say the opposite is true. I don't really know that me trusts I. Anyway, I digress, so skipping ahead. And while I'm on the subject of condiments, remember to keep your honey mustard away from the recording equipment. Look, if you're not going to wear pants in a remote interview, then for God's sake, don't stand up and stretch while your guest is still on the line. Maybe don't go on the air and tell your entire listener base that you'll never accept advertising dollars. Yes, your point as to why you don't want to splice commercials into the podcast still makes sense. But what if some people actually equate the acquisition of a sponsorship with what a real podcast sounds like? Take that one back if you can or else risk a high-dollar opportunity from Hungry Man Frozen Ribs. As was the case with Honey Mustard, keep your Hungry Man Frozen Ribs away from the recording equipment, and especially its rich, delicious, sweet, and savory lather. Keep it away from the microphones. No matter how delicious and affordable and available at your local grocery store's frozen food section they might be. Maybe don't lead off Season 2 with a 7-minute fart joke. Sure, it's disgusting, but it's also quite gross. Oh, and yes, there is no such thing as too many old-timey accents, see? Ah, yes. Here we are. Finally arrived at the top five things I wish I would have known before I started the podcast. The moment you've all been waiting for. Number five. For the love of God. Never dive into a top five without first starting the show. You know, that's actually a really great point. So first, let's start the show. Strip down to my skin and my bones. I love huskies, but I feel like a wolf. In a pack, but I feel all alone. I'm scatterbrained, man. Better off with a clone. And say hi, so Palmer will race eyes doing weird shit. Like, this will make the bow pick, round up, hit Zags, bees, get the winning things real quick. Bills still stacking to the ceiling. What you mean it ain't working? What you mean you ain't find yourself? What you mean you ain't got no cash? I got a little bit. What you mean? 
Okay, before we get into the real meat of this episode, let's tackle a few administrative items. First, if you haven't already, please take a moment to write, and I mean actually write, a review in Apple Podcasts. Leaving a five-star review is great, but it's not as great as writing a short blurb along with it. If you don't know how to do that, hit me up. I'll guide you through it. It helps put the show out there so more people can discover it, more randoms. You'd be helping me out a ton. Doesn't even have to be a beautiful piece of writing. It can be something like my mom said, which is, I sure love you, Kirky. Secondly, thank you to Hilton and Loverboy for the theme song up top. It's a hit, boys. Finally, allow me to thank a couple partners for the show, thestandingdesk.com for hooking it up with this cloud model desk which serves as my adjustable height control station up here in the attic studio. Check out their website. It's in the show notes. They've got a model for every need and every price class. It's, it's a great company, and it's here in GR as well. Also hooking it up to make sure that the attic studio right here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, is truly representative of our Furniture City nickname is Sento Ani, a locally owned and operated company that specializes in custom live-edge tables using locally sourced lumber. I've got a beautiful walnut piece over here. Check out their website in the show notes as well. But I urge you to also take a trip down to downtown Holland, Michigan. Check out Sento Ani showroom, their storefront. They've even got an event space called Warehouse 6. I know the owners of this place personally. I can't urge you enough to, get to go check it out. Give them some love. Now, after minutes and minutes of stalling, it's time to bear my true soul. It's time to really share some of the lessons that I learned with all of you. Number four. Keep your eye on what really matters. Okay, you didn't start the podcast to earn money. You already knew a quicker and easier way to get paid, and it wasn't by starting an independent podcast in your yet-to-be-built-out attic. Yes, you already knew this before you started, but remember it often. Your goals in year one were clear. Hit your schedule by never missing a Tuesday or Friday release date. Learn as much as you can about sound recording and post-production. Build the physical studio space into an absolute vibe. And once that's done, pick up a couple external podcasting clients to record in the studio. Nowhere in that short list was a line item stating get rich or blow up. So why then did I expect that at times? These things take time. Lots of it, in fact. The overwhelming majority of podcasters or YouTubers will never once earn a living through their craft. And those who do will have put in a massive effort to make it happen. The only difference between you and... And those who are earning a real living at this is the amount of time that you've put in. You've been messing around with audio production, Kirk, for a year now. That's it. Check back where you're at after a couple years. You probably won't have cracked the top 5% of downloaded shows, but I bet you're farther along than you are right now. Number three, brush up on your nonverbal active listening skills. When your guests are talking, stick to communicating with head nods and eyebrow fluctuation. Nothing is more annoying than spending hours in post-production editing yourself out of the interview. Replace things like, "Mm mm-hmm, yes, right, exactly, no way, oh, really? Replace those with the silent versions. So now for some YouTube-exclusive content, here's the non-verbal equivalent of each of those examples. Mm Mm-hmm, yes. Right. Exactly. No way. Oh, really? Those of you listening will have to go to YouTube to get the full experience. Okay, Kirk, while you're at it with the nonverbals, turn down the laughter. Still laugh, of course, but do it quietly. 
and I mean silently, not this wheezy Jefferson vibe that you've been throwing out there lately. Listeners are probably thinking, I have noticed the wheezing. And to be honest, I'm a little concerned for him. That's actually how John Candy used to laugh at the very end. (laughs) It is a little bit wheezy. Look, it'll likely be no surprise to any of you to learn that I'm a bit boisterous in my day-to-day. Or as a guy named Alan that I used to work with used to say, boisterous. Sidebar, Alan also used to combine flustered and frustrated into the rampantly overused non-word frustrated. I bet you all have an Alan in your life, too. And if you don't, then you might be the Alan. But don't get all frustrated about it. Just learn from it. Where was I? Ah, yes. I am a little high in the volume scale, and I know that. But learning to listen more quietly through my 50-plus interviews has yielded some pretty awesome results to my listening skills outside the podcast. Quiet listening, folks, equals better listening. In fact, just the other day, Jessica was going on and on about something along these lines. I don't exactly know what she was blabbering about, but it was something about me being a better listener or something, and she was absolutely right. But stay focused here, right? Because it's easy to forget that you're really at work when you're doing the podcast. Remember that interviews are not the same as regular conversation, Kirk, so keep your game face on and your lips shut, muchacho. Number two, appreciate the journey. Cliche check in aisle two. I know, I know. Appreciate the journey is a platitude so overused that it personally knows live, laugh, love. In fact, they play racquetball together. As a team, they're positive, if not a little annoying, to play against. But for real, appreciate the journey, Kirk. Luckily for me, this very podcast ensures that I sit down every Tuesday and reflect on what's been going on. And this simple process of writing each episode presents an on-cadence mandate to at least consider the so-called journey. But that doesn't mean that I always appreciate it either. For those of you at home, it's important to understand that this journey I speak of has a tendency to take me through the ringer. There's the days leading up to Tuesday, when I recede into myself at times, worrying and wondering if I'll come up with a solid topic for the show. Then there's the Tuesday itself which sees a roller coaster of emotions ranging from unbridled excitement to legitimate terror about how it might be received or how it comes across or how many downloads it might get on the first day or the first week or the first year. But again, I don't recall download count being listed as a primary metric by which my goals were set. The journey that I'm talking about is a personal one. Each episode is a little part of me, some more than others. And it takes a certain arrogance to even want to put pieces of yourself out there. I get that. But it also takes an almost abandon of your ego to go through with releasing a new episode, too. I have to remind myself, I'm not going to get a tremendous amount of feedback. That's okay. I'm not going to wake up to 3,000 likes on Instagram. Also okay. I'm not going to get called by Spotify with an offer of exclusivity. That's okay, too. I'm building something here more sustainable and more community-focused than any of these things would imply anyway. Because the journey isn't the blow-up, it's the glow-up, right? I'm more confident in myself today than I've ever been. I can feel the swelling mass of positive energy and vibes emanating from the attic. I really can. And this energy I speak of is abundant. There's plenty of it for everyone to get a taste. I've seen such a huge amount of growth in myself, but also in so many of my guests as well. If we treat each other with respect and unbridled kindness and support and encouragement, then we all can get a piece of the pie we're building here the piece of the pie we're cooking here, maybe. And I'm not talking about cash or fame here, people. I'm talking about finding a more positive and kindness-forward way of interacting with each other. 
I try to show you one way to converse with people every time I sit down with someone. And in seeing these interactions, I hope that you can see just how much more fun it can be to find common ground and to laugh with your neighbors. So while I often have to remind myself to appreciate the journey, I am, in fact, appreciating the journey. I hope you are, too. Thanks so much for being a part of it. And now here we are coming in as the number one thing I wish I would have known before starting the podcast. Don't wear out your welcome, Kirk. When you've said everything you wanted to say, simply end the episode. If you say so. Peace. Get 